Christmas as we the know, Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk is an STI, a sexually transmitted infection. They're much more common in December, uh, but also much more difficult to treat over the Christmas period. So with us to explain how to look after your sexual health over the festive period is specialist Dr. Ashling Loy, uh, who is a uh, founder of the Himmerus Health Clinic and works at St. James Hospital. Ashling, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Pat. Is the uh, uptick in uh, infections very obvious at this time of year? Is it a real bump in the curve? It, we actually, it more presents in early January, but you do get them coming in around this time because of all the Christmas parties and the socialising that starts towards the end of November, the start of December. And it can sometimes take a couple of weeks, two to three weeks for symptoms to manifest. So they tend to manifest around Christmas week, which is the week many clinics shut and you know we all like to take Christmas holidays. So the Christmas parties begin in early December or late November even and that's when things happen. That's when things happen as you know there's a lot more alcohol taken, people often are going out more and things happen that maybe you know with inhibitions gone down um, that they're not prepared, they're not taking precautions with condoms and people get a bit too merry and unfortunately, pick up infection. Mm -hmm. Um, Do we have any uh, typical situation? You know, is it work colleagues who fancy each other and finally get it on? I think so. I think a lot of that happens. I mean, there's a lot less I hear now of, you know, because people are more aware of behaving better at work. So there's a lot less of that. But there's all of the Christmas pub crawls. If you go out to, say, Camden Street, any of these nights, it's absolutely teeming with young people. So it's not all Christmas parties, but there is a bit of that, the traditional sort of someone they fancied at work and they get a bit of Dutch courage at Christmas time and make the move. But it is just the general socialisation that happens around this time of year. Now, do we know anything about how people generally are treating their sexual health? I mean, you've been in with us before talking about uh, home testing kits uh, and, you know, the various facilities that that are are available. Do people use them? And do they detect what's wrong? Because some of these infections are invisible. So a few things about the home testing kits are a fantastic initiative. We've spoken about that before. And just to say that that won the Health Innovation Award for Ireland last week um, at the National Awards. So congratulations to the team that brought that forward. Um, But people are using them. However, it won't, you have to be cautious about window periods. So say, for instance, if you had unprotected sex at the weekend and you woke up on Tuesday or Wednesday and thought to yourself, goodness, that was a bit of a risky thing to do. I should test. If you test too soon, you might get a false negative. So it can take up to two weeks for things like chlamydia and gonorrhea to show in these tests, up to three months for things like syphilis, hepatitis and um HIV, you have to wait 42 days. Now, you can test earlier, but... And most will show at an earlier time, but all won't show until 42 days. So you have to be conscious that you're not testing too soon. Um, And also that you can have asymptomatic carriage so that, you know, don't just wait for there to be symptoms as an indication that you have something. So, you know, if you've had any unprotected sex, you should test. Which uh, clinics are or which uh, conditions are more likely to show symptoms and which are definitely not going to show symptoms? So... Gonorrhea in a man in a urethra will show symptoms, but it won't necessarily in the pharynx or anus. Um, It doesn't tend to show symptoms in women. So because it infects the cervix, which is tucked up inside, 
They often won't notice any symptoms. You might get a little bit of change in discharge or abnormal bleeding. Um, but for the large majority of gonorrhea infections in women, they won't have symptoms. And chlamydia often doesn't produce symptoms in either men or women. The men might get a little bit of um, irritation when they urinate. But aside from that, it's often very silent. So, um you know, many of the infections, syphilis is the other one that we pick up usually on a blood test. It doesn't give symptoms. Um, it may give a rash, which people can pass off as a bit of an allergy mm. or something like that. But generally speaking, it doesn't give symptoms. So what are the implications of untreated STIs? Um, it depends on the STI, but mostly, to be honest, women bur- bear the burden of STI consequences more than men. Now, men can get things like epididymo orchitis, but for women, it's more that it can affect their fertility in the future. They can get pelvic inflammatory disease. Um, For syphilis, things like that, we've seen an increase in eye symptoms. So we've had a few referrals from the eye and ear hospital with people presenting with loss of vision. Um, We can get people with tinnitus, so ringing in the ear or loss of hearing. So there's there's significant consequences that might not be fully curable if these things are left untreated. So syphilis is the big one that we're seeing increased in neurological symptoms and sometimes they can present to other specialties with abnormal, we call it the great imitator because it can affect many different parts of the body and people don't think of it necessarily as STD related. If someone has one of these sexual adventures or as it turns out misadventures and does nothing, do any of these conditions, you know, if they don't have sex with anybody else then for a period, do any of them resolve themselves or do they all need treating? So Say, for instance, chlamydia and gonorrhea, sometimes they can resolve themselves. So like any infection, you can, you know, say if you had a chest infection, not everyone would need an antibiotic, but it's not a guarantee. So it's, you know, there will be a small percentage of people, their immune system will fight it off. So we explain this to couples, say one person comes in and they test positive for gonorrhea or chlamydia and their partner doesn't. And there's all of these questions that that brings up, you know, does that mean they were unfaithful? And we have to explain that, you know, this isn't, we can't prove anything. And it could be that you had it and give it to them and you naturally cleared it and they didn't. So there's all of these explanations for these different scenarios. What are the treatments then for chlamydia, for gonorrhea for syphilis, are they readily available? Are they simply antibiotic or what? Yeah, so with chlamydia, it's ready, you know, doxycycline antibiotic for a week and we can, that can be sent electronically to local pharmacy. So it's quite easy to treat that remotely even. But for syphilis and gonorrhea, they need to come into a specialist centre. Sometimes GPs will do gonorrhea treatment, but usually it's done in a specialist centre for its an intramuscular injection. It's a little bit sore, we give it with local anaesthetic into the bottom. Um, what about herpes? Herpes is on the rise and herpes disproportionately affects young women. This, I'm I actually quite passionate about herpes because I see a lot of very distressed young women who are full of shame and um, unfortunately it's done really badly by healthcare professionals. So genital herpes um, for the most part in Ireland is HSV1, so herpes type 1, which is actually cold sore virus, which I think most people don't realise the large majority of the population in Ireland already have it. And just because it's on the genital area isn't that much different from having it orally. And most of us get it orally as young children from being kissed by our parents. And there's some amount of people, a small amount, that get to sexual debut, say their late teens, early 20s, and they've never had herpes from being kissed by their parents before. 
as a baby and they're vulnerable then because they've no antibodies and then they'll maybe have oral sex and get it that way. Um, but it's really important to know which type you have and to come for a chat about it because there's a lot of shame and stigma around it. People think because it's a lifelong infection and they really worry about passing it on. I've met people who've never had sex again after being diagnosed with herpes. So it's really important to come try and come and talk yeah. to me about it. Is it only infectious though when the lesions are present, even though you're carrying it in your blood? No, it, it can be passed on asymptomatically. So it lives dormant in the nerve root and there can be asymptomatic shedding. But in the same way that people can pass it on from kissing without having a cold sore on their lips but it's just such a common infection. It's, you know, the amount of stigmatisation and the amount of distress it causes is disproportionate to what um, it actually What are is. the percentage chances of getting an STI from unprotected oral sex, asks a listener? Uh, that, I mean, there's so many factors that comes into that. It depends, like, so you, things you can get from oral sex, the gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, um, herpes, but it depends on whether the person has it that you're having sex with and whether or not you have antibodies set to the herpes. So it's, it's too general a question to say, you know, it depends on the population, on the type of sex. So, so finally, Ashling, uh, I mean, obviously HIV is the, the most, one of the most serious things you can have, although there are treatments now and there are, is prophylaxis available. Um, General advice for people socialising over Christmas. What say you? I say bring condoms with you. So that goes for the females and the males. I know females are a bit more hesitant to carry them, but I think it's just better to have access to it. And you can get condoms for free now if you go onto sexualwellbeing.ie. There's a postal service where you can click and they'll post you out condoms as many as you like for free. So there's there's no excuse. Dr. Ashling Loy, consultant in genitourinary medicine in the Guide Clinic at St. James Hospital and uh, in Himmerus Health. Thank you very much for joining us and a happy Christmas. Thank you, you, Pat. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.